Hey, welcome to Restoration Church Podcast. My name is Brad. I'm the associate pastor here at Restoration Church, and I'm here with Matt, lead pastor of Restoration Church in Noblesville. How you doing? What's up, guys? This week, uh, we are talking about Bible intake. Bible intake, Bible study, Bible reading, uh, known by many names. Matt, give us a little bit of a... You just cut your hand, didn't you? No, my fingernail's about to come off. Oh. <laughs> Smashed my finger a couple <laughs> weeks ago, my fingernail's coming off. You're over there playing with a knife while I'm trying to focus on an intro. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, dude. So we're about to hit the new year. Today's the last day of the year, 2020. It's we over. bid you farewell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're hitting the new year, and uh, generally what comes with the new year are some New Year's resolutions and whatnot. I think the most uh, like redeeming part of that uh, is the opportunity to just a clean slate to start a few things. So... Yeah, yeah, that's where we are. That's where we're kind of talking Bible intake and a couple things with the new year. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, uh, this week, the week of New Year's, um, before Sunday, January 3rd, uh, this Sunday we're going to be talking about one of the main focuses for our church in the coming year is going to be Bible intake, Bible reading, um, having a consistent devotional life, not just individually, but also as a community of believers. And so we're going to be breaking that down, really going into more of the why than the what. But Matt, go ahead and give us a little bit of a preview of a why we study the Bible. Yeah, so this Sunday we're looking at Psalm 119, and it's um, 119 is striking in that, it, one, it's the longest psalm in the Bible. It's the longest chapter in the Bible. It's 176 verses. Um, but it's all focused around the Word of God. Um, and the striking part of it is that it's like the psalmist, uh, it, the way that he talks about the Word of God, it is, it is like reorients your posture around who God is, around what His Word does, and, and all the verbs that he uses to describe himself, that he will, uh, he'll dwell on the, on the Word and keep the Word and learn from the Word and cling mm-hmm. to the Word, and he is, his life is guarded by the Word, and, and all of these things. And so, uh, man, it, it just reminds us of what we're dealing with, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like, even the—you were talking about this earlier, like, even the notion that this is God's Word should be enough to answer the why question right. for us, right? We want to know God, and the way that we know God is that He's revealed Himself to us um, through His Word, yep. right? And we have, we have that in a, in a very accessible uh, form, right, yep. that we can read the Bible in our own language, in really in common language of the day— and that we can we can understand it and know God more. And so we're going to dive into that more on Sunday. We're talking about we're going to kind of walk through a little bit of Psalm 119, um, and and really for me it's like I'm, I've been uh, just wrestling with some things and, and super convicted by studying it this week. Right for me it's going to be a little bit of a go to mm-hmm. this year. I'll circle back around to that in a minute. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of why there. But the aim really the aim for this podcast I think is more to talk about the how. Yeah, we'll talk about the why on Sunday. We'll talk about the how primarily here. And I'm not going to talk so much about the how on Sunday as much as we'll refer back to this podcast. Yeah. So if you're listening in reverse, uh, go back listen to you know January third. Lord willing, we're recording this ahead of time, so hopefully <laughs> uh, COVID doesn't strike and take us out. But Lord willing, in four days, three days, we will have. A sermon on Sunday about the why, and so I invite you to join us to listen online to look back at that. So, so when it comes to the the how of Bible intake, the how of Bible reading and Bible study, if you've been around the church or you've been around Christians for any number of years or weeks or days, you probably know that Bible reading is part of 
the Christian journey. It's part of the Christian experience. We have God's living word yeah. written down for us. That, that is, this is the primary means and method that God reveals himself to us, um, that we communicate with him, that we commune with him is through studying his word. Um, but how do we do it? Because, I mean, you've got, depending on your Bible, however many pages, 60... Six books? Is it 66 books of the Bible? Yeah, I, was, I was panicking in a moment. Uh, 66 books of the Bible broken up into the Old and New Testament. Um, you know, people often say, where do you start? Where do you begin? How, how fast should I read it? How much should I read? Um, and it is, it's easy, I think, we all begin the year if we haven't built a consistent study routine and rhythm in our lives to get to the beginning of the year and say, okay, I know I want to start this, but how do I begin? So, Matt, give us a little bit of just kind of get us started on that, that discussion of how do we do this well. Yeah, for sure. Um, one thing that was, that was big, it's kind of a milestone, looking back in my own journey, um, was reading through Donald Whitney's book on spiritual disciplines. Um, it's a great book. If you're looking for a book on spiritual disciplines, I think it's Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life, Donald mm-hmm. Whitney. Um, it's a it's a great book. One of the chapters in there is on, I think it's two chapters, on Bible intake. Um, and the way that he talks about it is um, it's pretty compelling, and it makes a lot of sense, right? He talks about Bible intake, and he talks about a healthy, balanced diet of God's Word. And in that, what he means is um, to have reading, the, when it comes to Bible intake, what does it look like? It looks like reading the Word, listening to the Word, studying the Word, uh, meditating on the Word, and, and memorizing the Word. And that sounds like a lot, but here's what he means. So, like, read the Word is that you read, you read pretty quickly. You read mm-hmm. chunks of the Word, and in, in so doing, you get the breadth of God's Word. Mm-hmm. When you study God's Word, when you study the Bible, you, you dive into the depths of it, yep. right? So it's not so fast. It's, it's pretty slow and systematic. You dive into the depths of it. Um, when you're listening to it, that, that's things like it might be listening to a sermon on Sunday morning. It might be listening to a podcast. It might be even listening to the Bible itself being read out mm-hmm. to you. But it just engages different things, right? So you listen that way. Um, to meditate on it is to really to, to grab hold of something that you have read recently and to kind of chew on it, yep. right? And to think about it and to, and to spend time there and then to memorize it. It's really to hide God's Word in your heart. Mm-hmm. So Psalm 119 talks about that. Um, but to hide his word in your heart and, and to commit it to memory is of much value. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's a good place to it's a good place to start. That seems overwhelming, right? You know, yep. Um, yep. when we start talking about read, memorize, study, meditate, all these things, um, but it's really not. It's really yep. not. It's not that it's not that big of a deal um, when you when you take some steps into it. So uh, one of the things that helps. We've talked about this quite a bit. One of the things that helps a lot with reading is just having a plan. Yep. Because if you just hit the new year and you, and you, whoever you are, it doesn't matter if you've been a Christian for a day or a decade, you know, if you hit the new year and say, oh, I'm going to read the Bible, and you mm-hmm. don't really have a plan, and you take off through Genesis, or you're, you're, you go to Philippians, you know, or whatever it is, wherever you go, it generally goes the way of all of our other New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it lasts until about the third week in January, and yep. you start missing a few days, and then February gets long, and you find yourself, you know, going, "Well, crap, yep. I messed this up." Yep. Um, and it does the same thing that most of our other resolutions do. Right. But if we'll see this as like an opportunity with a clean slate to kind of start something new, um, 
a, a Bible reading plan really helps you. Yeah. Yeah, as my wife always tells me, and I so often fail to listen and learn, is that a failure to plan is a plan to fail. And, you know, boom, lacking. Come on, Caitlin oh, yeah, She's got it. And uh, doesn't mean it works on me, but I remember, <laughs> I remember what she said. Doesn't mean that Say it's that actually planning. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Okay. There you go. Make mm. that T-shirt. There you go. Um, but, yeah, I mean, and there are, there are countless numbers of plans, Bible reading plans out there that, that saints throughout the ages have utilized to help them build, you know, a healthy routine of reading Scripture. And it's not for the sake, like we said, it's not for the sake of reading so you can check off boxes or get to the end and be like, look, I did this. It's like, no, that, that is a good feeling. And it's, it, it's a good, man, the first time you read the Bible from front to back for the very first time, yeah. it's life-changing, and it will impact you. And you will look back on that as a sweet time that you spent with the Lord. But ultimately, it's about building a healthy rhythm in your life. This, if, if we believe that the Word of God is bread, as mm-hmm. Jesus says, you know, um, we are consuming that. And if you don't consume this bread of life, you know, ongoing at a regular interval, and you ignore it, your every part of your life will become malnourished. Yeah, well, I mean, how many, see it. dude, how many times have we talked about this in the last few months? Like yep. so many of our problems, or the or the things that arise in our own lives, or in the lives of people in our church, or people, mm-hmm. our friends, or whatever else. Like, how many of those arise out of just malnutrition? Yep. Right. It's yep. like it's not saying that this is the one pill fix all. No. You know, but it's close. It's a good start. <laughs> it's a good it's start. Close. You yep. know, read the Bible and spend some time there. Yep. So much of it that we have to keep in mind is like that this is not for our righteousness. This is not earning God's favor. Right. Right? We don't earn God's favor by performing the way He wants us to perform. Uh, but it's, it's knowing God more. It's getting to know God more. Um, and Psalm 119, verse 57, says, The Lord is my portion. Mm. You know, of all of this uh, thus far, the, the previous 56 verses are all leading up to this, to this statement. Uh, or, or do lead up to this statement of all the way that, that he is uh, oriented around the Word leads him to say, the Lord is my portion, that he knows God more by orienting around, around his Word. I think we do too. Yep. All right, and so it's not something to be defeated by. It's not something that, is, uh, that provides righteousness. Jesus alone provides righteousness, mm-hmm. right? But when we come to it with the right perspective, now this is a discipline that helps us walk in yep. uh, holiness and joy and obedience mm. and faithfulness and yep. and his word does what it does. Yep. And this is and it's so important that we grasp this and that we grow in this as a church that we've decided really this is going to be our focus for the year. One of our main focuses for this year for 2021 is that our people, if you're listening to this, you're a part of Restoration Church or you're just a Christian believer, uh, is that you would grow in faithfulness in this rhythm in your life this year. Um, so when it comes to reading plans, uh, you know, we have Matt wrote up, wrote up a really great blog post that will be on the website and out in social media. So you want to check that out with some plans for you to look at. Um, Matt, have you picked a plan that you're going to follow for this year? Yeah. So I think as far as like talking about this kind of balanced diet, like I'm just be real honest. Like I did not have a plan this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I read quite a bit, but it was real scattered and back and forth and all over the place. And some things that I was doing in a huddle and some things that it's just kind of all over the place. Yep. Um, and so I have felt it of like, you kind of get to the end of a book and you don't know where to go. 
Um, so this year I'm doing a plan that will be in this blog post of the five, uh, what is it, five-day-a-week plan? Mm-hmm. I think is what it's called in the, in the blog post. Basically, it's, it's set up where I'll read through the whole Bible in a year, uh, and it's got it laid out where you're reading five days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps me. Like if, personally, if I'm, in a, if I'm in a plan that's like seven days a week, a lot of times I'm reading other things or, you know, for whatever reason, like we'll, we'll miss some days. Some yeah. of that's just lack of discipline. Yeah. Some of that's like legit distractions and right. some other things. And two, the reality of just like, you know, preparing for sermons, preaching on Sundays, doing yeah. an Advent study with your kids at Christmas or a study for Easter with your family. So um, obviously not to replace any of those things, but to say, yeah, building healthy rhythms, not this legalistic, yeah. you know, get yourself off the rails. Uh, for me, I, uh, I'm i actually going to try this year, and now maybe announcing this on the podcast will hold me to it. Um, <laughs> uh, there was about three years, uh, two years ago, two years ago, I wasn't in vocational ministry. I was working as an admissions counselor full-time at a seminary in Kansas City. Uh, we had just had our son, Ben, a uh, newborn baby. So life is busy. And I still was able to find the time to do uh, on the Uversion Bible app on my phone the Bible in 90 Days study. Mm-hmm. So it's 90 days where you were just reading, like you said, for the breadth of Scripture, front to back in 90 days. And it's a lot. It's about 14, 15 chapters a day. And I broke it up between morning and evening. Yeah. Typically on my drive home, I would either listen to it on the audio version of the Bible app, which is a great way to do it. Or I would at before bed or after, you know, in the morning before I got up or before I went to bed in the evening. And at that time, one of my goals was to redeem the time. Mm-hmm. So I found places in my day where I was like, man, uh, I'm, I'm taking up at least 15, 20 minutes every day just vegging out on looking at Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the news, keeping up, like just looking at things that aren't benefiting me in any way, yep. you know, uh, other than just entertainment. And I was like, what if I take one of those out and replace it with Bible reading. And I got into a rhythm, and pretty soon it was like, oh, this is not that hard. This is not that much. We were just talking a little bit ago about how much time we spend uh, doing things like what, watching TV shows. You binge watch a TV show or a YouTube series, and it's like, I just watched 30 hours of content in a month. Yep. And how many hours is it, did you say it takes to read the Bible? Um, I was looking up today. It's like 80 hours at a pretty slow reading pace. Right. If you're a really fast reader, you can do it in close to 70 hours. You know, if you're a pretty slow reader, it's about 80 hours. And it was, dude, it's super convicting. Yep. Of uh, looking through like 80 hours sounds like a lot until you start looking at other things. Yep. Right. You look at other things that you spend that you spend time in. I was, we were just talking about this hunting show that I watch. That's like it just randomly pops up. It's a YouTube-driven you know, semi-live format, and I don't, it doesn't come on any particular time. It just, episodes randomly pop up. And I added up all of the episodes. There have been 60 episodes this season, like since September. It's like 25 hours. Yep. 25 hours. And I've watched almost all of them. You know, I didn't sit down and binge. I don't think I ever watched two episodes back to back. It was just like, you randomly watch it. When it pops up, you find, you know, a few minutes here and there to watch it, whether it's late at night, early in the morning, lunch breaks, you know, whenever. So, yeah, it's super convicting that way. I can't imagine anything more boring than actually hunting than <laughs> perhaps watching a video of someone else hunting, uh, unless it's like them locked arm in arm with a with a bobcat or something for their fighting for their yeah, lives. Yeah, dude, I'll get you out there. Survival I'll run. get you out there. This next, we didn't do it uh, this year. Next season, uh-huh. next season you're coming with me. Um, 
But yeah, and don't hear us say, obviously, never hear us say that these things that you find joy in and you enjoy, that the Lord's like wired into you to enjoy him and enjoy what he has made you to enjoy. To say, you have to throw out all these things. You have to burn your CDs and, you know, that kind of like mentality of replace everything you love with the Bible. No, no. But take stock, responsible stock of like, you Dude, know. I think, it's, I think it's priority. Yeah. I think it's priority. It's not, neither one of us are saying like, yeah, watching some hunting show that you like or some whatever thing that you like. I don't know what it is that you, you know, like what you watch people. I don't know even what you watch people do. I'll never tell you. Uh, but whatever it might be, whatever your thing is, that's fine. Yeah. Right? As long as it's not like sinful. Right. You know, I mean, exactly. whatever it might be, but it's what takes priority. And right. so if you, if you put this Bible intake as a priority in your life, and then, sure, if you've got time to watch other things and do other stuff, yeah. like absolutely do that. Yeah. But what, a, what an indictment on on all of us, right? Right. If, if we have time to watch all the seasons of Vikings in a yep. year, but don't have the time to read the Bible in a year. Yep. Like, yep. Or if you have, tough. If, you're, if you're me, you have time to read 30, 30 minutes worth of Twitter and get just get mad at people you don't know <laughs> and then tell your wife about how mad you are at people you don't know. What a waste of time. What a waste of time. So, uh, so yeah, replacing, redeeming, and ultimately restoring our hearts in this new year restoring. I mean, I think 2021 is going to be a year of healing and restoring. And I think what better time for us to do that than this year. And so, um, dude, another thing real quick, just to yeah. butt in, like another thing that I hear a lot in talking to people of, about Bible intake, right? Is that like, man, I don't, it's hard for me to read the Bible because I don't understand it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I would say like, the excuse oftentimes shows up that I don't read because I don't understand. Yep. I would flip that on its head. It's like you don't understand because you don't read, mm-hmm. right? I mean, how helpful is it? I would say it is incredibly helpful to read the Bible in big chunks, yep. even when you don't understand it. You might get to places to go, what on earth is Leviticus talking about? Right. You yeah. know, or what's yeah. this minor prophet? I have no idea where this fits yep. in the timeline of anything. But if you'll go through and read it and just keep reading, yep. committed to the discipline and committed to learning more and and knowing, not just learning more, but knowing God and practically walking in His Word more, the more you read, the more you understand, yep. right? And so you don't understand because you don't read. Yep. And on top of that, with that, hand in hand, don't just read this alone. Absolutely read it by yourself. Like, yeah, this is a relationship between you and the Lord, but there is so much to be gained from doing this with other people yep. in the context of community. So you hear us say this all the time, get in a huddle, get in a restoration group, Spend time. The women, you know, Restoration Women this year are going to go through Tara Lee Cobble's uh, The Bible Recap, which is a chronological year-long Bible study with uh, a podcast that basically unwraps and, you know, goes a little bit deeper into each day's reading. Doing that together in the context of community offers accessibility, accountability, and ultimately encouragement to be like, hey, we're doing this together. You're not alone. Um, And then you're building community through that. And that's, that's part of the goal. For yep. our churches to build this rich community. So if you're in a group, you're in a huddle. If you're not, get in one. If you don't how know do, how, how do I get in a huddle? If I'm not in a huddle, how do I get in? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Give Give me the sixty second spill of what is a huddle and how do I get there? Yeah. So huddles are really in our whole discipleship model here at Restoration Church. Um, this idea of, of doing life together in a community. A huddle is a small group of men, small group of women. You know. Uh, preferably around three to six or so um, that meet 
pretty consistently, pretty much weekly is the goal. Obviously, COVID's throwing some wrenches into a few things. Sure. But, you know, for example, we have a huddle. Matt and I are in a huddle on Thursday mornings at Uptown Cafe where we sit down, we grab a cinnamon roll, um, we talk to and get to know the waiters and waitresses there, and we study. We, right now we're going through the Book of Romans. Um, and we read it together, one chapter every week in community. And we do that consistently, consistently, and then we pray for each other, and we walk through life together. Um, man, I've seen some of the greatest growth in that group. That has been, and it has become a highlight of my week. Yeah. I look forward to it every single yeah, week. And when someone texts in and says, hey, something came up, and I'm sorry, but I can't be there, like, we all feel, we all feel that. Yeah. Like, it's hard. And so, uh, so yeah, if you, want, if you want to get in one, we're building them right now. We are making more huddles. We need more huddles. We need more female huddles. We need more male huddles. Um, so if you want to be in a huddle, contact us. Let us know. We will work it out. We will get you guys set up. We will find a way to make it happen. Um, I would do a huddle every day of the week if I could. <laughs> so really, that's just eating cinnamon rolls every day of the week. Um, planning to fail. Uh, so <laughs> that being said... And obviously, to keep this from going on forever, because we can talk about reading the Bible all day. Uh, so what is next, Matt? What, what is next going into the, into the new year, Bible intake? You know, what, what, what can we expect from Restoration Church leadership as far as this goes? Um, yeah, I mean, you, like you mentioned earlier of saying, we're trying to streamline some things behind, this, behind the scenes and acknowledge and acknowledge like that not just that 2020 was tough, but that 2021 is unknown, mm-hmm. right? And so... Let's streamline this a little bit and narrow our focus down a little bit. And, and one of those primary things is consuming God's Word. Uh, so you can expect to hear that we're going to talk about it a lot. You can expect to hear uh, we're going to try to put some resources in front of you. Yep. You can expect that we are stepping into some things that way, even this Sunday. Like, right, that's where we're starting mm-hmm. in Psalm 119. We're kind of taking, even pushing off John. We're, we'll start back into John next week. We're scheduled to start back this week, but we think there's a better place to start. Yeah. Um, Restoration Kids, are a, they'll have their own reading plan. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a phenomenal thing, right, for our kids to be able to jump into and like, kind of build this discipline of, mm-hmm. of reading. Um, so, yeah, that's where we're going. That's what we're doing. That's what's, that's what's happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so if you're not involved with that yet, get ready to get involved and uh, – and it, obviously, with anything like this, if you have questions, you have concerns, you have struggles, you don't know where to begin, you know where how to continue, you don't have anyone to do this with, let us know. Let us know. We have men and women in this church who are ready to jump in and do life together. And so uh, we would love to be able to do that. So, I believe this. I'll say this, and then you wrap us up. Like, I believe that your Bible intake is that there's, n- there's no other discipline that is more impactful or more life-giving than Bible reading. Absolutely. Bible intake. There's nothing else, right? Yep. If you get this one right, you got a lot right. Yep. And if you miss this one, if you if this is not an area of your life that it, that is disciplined, you know, in some way, like you're missing a lot cuz you yep. could you could come to church a ton, right? I mean, come to our Sunday gatherings, you could sing and listen to a sermon, you know, or whatever else, and you get these little bitty nuggets and these little bitty highlights at the beginning of the week, but the richness of God's word really comes out. Yep. Not in a sermon. Yep. It comes out in your personal reading. Yep. Right? That's where it is. Yep. Yep. So the best thing I would say, we talked about this earlier, Matt, one of the best things you can do is approach this year's Bible study, Bible reading in your own life like you would, scheduling time with your spouse, with your kids, with a friend or a loved one. You know, like, as, as black and white as that may sound, sometimes you really have to say, hey, 
I'm going to give 5 to 6 p.m. tonight to hang out with my son, Ben. We're just going to yeah. hang out. Do that. This is your father. This is your heavenly father. Like, this is, this is Jesus Christ. This is his word. And making time, scheduling time to do that is going to be so vital until you get to the point where it becomes second nature. Yeah. And so... Uh, so yeah, so join us this weekend on Sunday, 9.30 a.m. in person or online, Facebook and YouTube. Um, we're going to be digging into this more, more of the why behind it. Uh, if you want to prepare yourself, prepare your heart for this weekend's service, read Psalm 119. 176 six verses. Yep. Um, read Psalm 119, a beautiful Hebrew acrostic, you know, uh, that basically is the psalmist proclaiming the goodness of God's word in his life. And so read that, prepare yourself for worship this weekend. We'll see you then. Uh, head over to our website or social media where you'll find uh, Matt's blog post with some reading plan resources on there. And uh, let us know if there's anything we can do to help you. We will see you guys on Sunday. See you.